to episode 8 of Two Geeks, Two Beers and a Laptop with me, Morgan and Tom. Hello! <laughs> uh, well, in this episode uh, we're going to be taking a trip to the village uh, as we... Not M. Night Shyamalan's. Not M. Night Shyamalan's no. The Village. Uh, God, no. No. <laughs> uh, but no, the, the village of The Prisoner. Um, this is the question we always start with, but Tom, what, what, how much do you know about The Prisoner? Yeah, um... Pretty much next to nothing other than the amount of times it's been spoofed or, mm. you know, referenced. referenced in loads of things. Simpsons. Reboots. Yeah, your uh, reboots. And just things like that. And I know little pockets of information, but I don't know the context. So stuff like a big inflatable ball. Ah, Rover. We're going uh, to Rover. And just, I am not a number and all these things, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know what any of it means. Okay. I, you know, so, okay. but I've always been intrigued. Well, I know you're a big fan of Lost. Mm-hmm. Um and I think maybe that might have been inspired by The Prisoner in some way because Lost has nothing on The Prisoner when it comes to sort of baffling mysteries yeah. and just ambiguous endings in particular. Like, Lost got a lot of flack for its ending, as, as we will see, nothing compared to The <laughs> Prisoner. Um, so it was one series yeah. of 17 episodes. Was that all it was? Oh, that's all it, all it ran, but they, they ran kind of consecutively. Okay. And it's already this is kind of confusing and odd because it's such a strange narrative that the... Fans agree that the first two episodes and the last two episodes are, are, are what they are. You know, that's the first two, that's the last two. Um, the other episodes, there's a lot of debate amongst fans as to which order they're meant to be really? set in. People are like, like, they examine it and pick out certain lines to say that this one goes before this one because they were filmed in one order, broadcast in another, and people still debate as to which order they're meant to go in. And like Tremors. Like, very much like, like, like Trevor's. Yeah. Um, so it's starring and also co-created by uh, Patrick McGowan. I didn't know he co-created it. He co-created it oh, with okay. the writer uh, George Markstein. Markstein. Yeah. Um, so basically the backstory of McGowan's character is played out in the opening titles. So you don't, you, none, none of this happens on, on screen as such. It's all in the opening titles. Like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, there's not like a scrolling thing, but you, you literally see what happens to him. So he's some sort of secret agent. Yeah. Uh, storms into his boss, slams down his resignation papers. He's done with his job. He then drives home, uh, gets into his, his house, but then he gets gassed. Gas comes in through the, uh, the keyhole and then he passes out and he wakes up in this mysterious village. And that's the, that's the opening titles to right. The Prisoner, which okay. I got that. I'll get that up now.
there you go. The kind of the setup to the series is all just played out in the it's opening like a mini movie. titles, like a mini movie. And yeah. uh, that theme tune, written by Ron Grainer, who also oh. wrote the Doctor Who theme, so a little link back to episode yeah. six. Now, McGovern's character, you never um, find out his real name. Uh, when he arrives in the village, he's given the code name uh, number six, yeah. which is where the I am not a number, I am a free man. <laughs> that's where that, that's where that comes from. Um, but here's a little bit of interesting trivia: is that Patrick McGowan, uh, before the prisoner, he was in another show called Danger Man, um, not Danger Mouse, because uh, Danger, but Danger Mouse is actually the title is a parody on yeah. da- Danger Man. So in in the show Danger Man, he's playing another secret agent called John Drake, and there's been a lot of debate amongst prisoner fans as is to whether is he the same character? Is it a sequel? Is is the, is number six John Drake? You've never met Hagen, have you? Who is Hagen? Rather dubious character. Should that concern me? As a freelance agent, he'll work for any side, providing the money's all right. Uh-huh. We never trusted him too much, although, mind you, he's been extremely useful to us in a number of instances. <laughs> and now he's not quite so useful. We've lost contact. We don't know what's happening to him. Maybe he's gone over 100% to the opposition, which could be uncomfortable. That's for you to find out. Uh, perhaps he's just decided to retire. Retire? Where do I start? Yeah, it's already so, baffling, isn't it? Yeah. So Patrick McGowan has gone on record and said it's not. Okay. It's not meant to be the same character. Uh, George Markstein, the other co-creator... Was he a tease? He's, he sort of said, yeah, it might, it might be. Wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it might be. So mm. it's, up, it's up in the air whether or not number six is, is John Drake. So anyway, he wakes up in this sort of coastal village. It's all kind of populated by sort of very, very nice, nice people who... Mm. Um, kind of, you know, creepily nice, and they all have this catchphrase, which is, be seeing you. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was referenced in Reboot. You know, yes. We talked about it before. It yeah. Was, it was, yeah. Be seeing you. So, they're, they're, but they, he can't escape from the village, and the village is run by uh, number two, um, but there's a different number two each week. Um, are you laughing at number two? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, each, but he's, there's a different number two each week, and each week the uh, title sequence would change uh-huh. to incorporate after that initial title sequence there's like a sort of second tag which would change each week to incorporate the different so how long uh, is the opening number credits? two that's oh, pretty long so you've got that that one which was what a good minute it's, it's and then you've got this next one so about two minutes entire, entire? three minutes yeah, yeah, three, three minutes. minutes in its entire which makes HBO seem quite nice <laughs> in comparison HBO and Netflix have got nothing nothing on the prisoner there were a couple of uh different actors who played number two more than once. Right. There's Leo McKern who did it three times, Colin Gordon who did it twice, but for the most part it was a different number two uh, each week and I'll just play the second half of the title sequence now so you can see how that works. Where am I? In the village. What do you want? Information. Whose side are you on? That would be telling. We want information. 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 You won't get it. By hook or by crook, we will. Who are you? The new number two. Who is number one? You are number six. I am not a number. I am a free man. <laughs> I'm already getting a bit annoyed. I, I've not even watched it. I'm already at that stage. I've never been good with programs where they, which is surprising really, considering how much I love Lost, which mm. makes no sense. But they're, I, just, they're just weird and kooky. And it's like, just fucking tell me what's going on. Yeah. Stop just mucking about. You would not. You would not. I don't think I could handle this. 
<laughs> I don't think you'd be able to hack the prisoner. Um, so obviously, if number two runs the village, what what? Who's number one? Who is number one? Which is uh, the big the big question. That's uh, he always says, "Who is number one?" And they won't tell him who number one is. But the number twos, they want to they want to know why number six resigned. He won't and he won't tell them. That's, right. Okay. He won't get it. He won't tell them any of the information. Um, and they use all sorts of different uh, methods to like torture and mind control. In one episode, they they do a in a precursor to face off. They like swap his face with another bloke. Uh, they use like psychedelic drugs and hallucinations, all in an attempt to make him break and tell them why he resigned. So are all the other numbers are the secret agents who resigned, or what? No, they're just all other people in the village. Do we know where they all come from? The, no, not really. You never really find out. They're just, they're all a bit odd and... But has there been other people who have woken up like him going, where the hell am I? Yeah, but some, yeah, sometimes, like, new people come in the village, yeah. but then a lot of the time they turn out to be, uh, like, plants and moles. Like, for example, there's an episode, um, The Chimes of Big Ben, which, where a new lady uh, agent arrives in the village and he, she and number six escape the village and he makes it back to London. But then he realises that the chimes of Big Ben are just playing on a cassette tape and she's a traitor and then he exits the building. Somehow he's still in the village. Oh, oh. God. Eight o'clock. That's right. The night is young and there are many questions. First, why did you resign? Big Ben. It's just struck eight. My watch says eight. So? I was given this watch by a man in Poland. I particularly wanted it to check the time to make sure that the trip tallied with a journey to London. Which it presumably did. Of course. Would you like to explain to me how a man in Poland came to have a watch showing English time when there's one hour's difference? Maybe he was slow. I'll bet he was. So, but he can't escape the village. And one of the reasons he can't is this security guard, Rover, which we talked about, a big giant inflatable ball, um, which makes this horrible kind of like guttural screaming noise every time it appears it goes like Roar! that's an uncanny impression <laughs> and then obviously like a big bouncy ball doesn't sound that threatening but it will actually sort of smother you so if you imagine like cling film over the face yeah. it will sort of suffocate you and land on you and suffocate you and, and then until you're unconscious wait wait be still You're frustrated by how yeah. weird the prisoner is, and it does start out weird. It kind of, but it's kind of like a spy thriller, but with a slightly surreal edge and mm. hallucinations and fantasies and so on. By the end of within about the space of about fifteen episodes, it's just fifteen episodes. Fifteen episodes, because well, it's only seventeen. Yeah. By the time you get to episode fifteen, it's utterly, utterly deranged and nonsensical. It's it starts out, like, yeah, it's a bit weird, but okay, I can follow what's going on here. I can understand character motivations and what's being said. By the end, it's lost all semblance of, of normality. In what way? And, well, okay, so 
is the penultimate episode, second to last episode, Once Upon a Time, it's called. And so in that, number two, uh, who's Leo McCurran, who I mentioned earlier, the guy, he comes yeah. back as number two. And in that episode, him and number six are like locked away together. Number two is attempting to like break number six. They just lock him in a room and they're trying to like, ah, oh, he's trying to, you know, break, break his mind or whatever. And in the end, the opposite ends up happening and number two just like completely loses it. Right. Um, but the episode was so intense, rumour has it, um, we're not quite sure which, but Leo McCurran, the actor, he either had a heart attack or a nervous breakdown. What? Because the, the working conditions were so insane and Patrick McGowan was like notoriously so like intense and crazy. <laughs> That he just he just he had a meltdown. So did number two. He was playing. <laughs> I, but I'm going to play you a clip from uh, Once Upon a Time, and it's it's just gibberish. It's utter, <laughs> utter, utter gibberish. People call it allegorical. It's gibberish. Six five six of one five six of one 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 six of now, <laughs> now, as if that weren't strange. What the hell was that? So, okay, the so- just by sound alone, that's quite disorienting, disorientating, and weird. We should add, just to add to that, that number two is for some reason dressed as a schoolmaster. Number six is rocking back and forth on a rocking horse during that entire. Has anyone done a dance remix of that? <laughs> right. and- pop, pop, yeah. pop, 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 pop. Someone should. I think they should. Um, so what, that's so. So yeah. In, so at the end of Once Upon a Time, was that the script, or did they just? Oh, who knows? Who knows? There's, there's so much what kind of mystery surrounding the prisoner and how it was produced and how it was written and so many conflicting reports. No one quite knows how or why it was made. So that's that's the penultimate episode. Uh, then there's the final episode, uh, Fallout. Now having sort of defeated that number two, uh, number six is, he says he wants to go see number one. They finally take him to see number one. And so, yeah. The, the, is it himself? What, what makes it's it? a total guess. Is it himself? What do you think? Yeah. It is, isn't it? Well, so, well, he goes and meets, he goes and meets uh, number one, and it's like a hooded figure in a gorilla mask, right? Right. And then he whips, he whips the mask off, and it's his own face, yeah, laughing, laughing back at him, it's his own face. Which you only see for four seconds. Apparently some people, their telly went on the blink and they didn't even see it, because you literally only see, it's Patrick McGowan's own face laughing back at him right. for four seconds. Because, if you think about it, you know, in that, in that intro where they say, uh... He says, who is number one? And they say, you are number six. But are they saying, you are number six? Or are they saying, you are number six? <sighs> oh. And, and, in the opening, when he, uh, he arrives at his house, the door number says number one. Uh, so, oh. But, but, but how's there two of them? Well, right. It's never explained. There so, is that the end? Well, no, not quite. So, he then, he then escapes from the village. Um, he breaks out with the help of another prisoner. Um, and this guy, the butler, who was in 14 of the 17 episodes. 
So he's a butler, but he's only four foot tall. Right. Um, and he's played by this guy, Angelo Mascot, who also played in Oompa Loompa. <laughs> so then this kind of, this motley trio, they, they shoot all the guards dead, they get machine guns, shoot all the guards dead while uh, All You Need Is Love by the Beatles right. plays in the background. This um, was in the 60s, right? In the 60s, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, what are you saying? Um, and the final shot, he escapes, and the final shot is him driving away from the village, but it's the exact same shot that's used in the opening titles when he's driving down the road, so the whole thing loops. Oh, what does that oh, mean? Oh, fuck you. Normally, with these things, I try and educate you, and you think, oh, maybe I'll give no. that a go. I've turned you off the prison, Is it a waste of time, though? It's, it sounds like a big waste of time. If you go in expecting some kind of narrative progression and, and character journeys, it's not that. It's worth watching just to have watched it, I would say. It's, it's, it's an experience rather than you know a story that has a beginning, middle, and end. It, that wouldn't get commissioned now. No, and it just wouldn't happen. The way it was made was very strange. Where they, I mean, there's again, there's a lot of conflicting reports about how some people say it was meant to be, uh, I don't know, like fourteen episodes, and then McGowan got commissioned to make three more, which is why it has a slightly odd ending. Some people say it was meant to be twenty episodes and it got cancelled, which is why, and that he wrote the final script was in three days, which is why it's so weird. You know, there's a lot of conflicting reports, so no one really knows quite why it's so weird or how it was meant to end. Didn't or... bother doing second series. Right. Well, no, it was never. It got. It got. It ended. Right. All right. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this because this might. This might okay. calm you a little okay. bit. So if you need, if if you're like Tom and you're just a, a regular old Joe thinker <laughs> and you need, uh, you know, an explanation. So that that's kind of Patrick McGowan's take that it's all just. Whatever. I'm surprised you like this because you say yourself that you don't like fucking. <laughs> that's true. I don't like. like, like this. I don't. I don't this like, is the ultimate with this kind of shit. I don't like ambiguity, but. It's, <laughs> But, yeah, but it's cool in 60s uh, ambiguity, so I like yeah, it. They're allowed to do it back then, I Yeah. Um, so, but all right, so George Markstein says that the prisoner is John Drake from Danger Man, and that uh, why did he resign? Because he had created the village, and then he finds out that the village, that the village was meant to be like a retirement home for secret agents. Right. He finds out it's being used for these sinister purposes, which is why he resigns, and then he ends up in the village himself. Okay. So if, if you like, yeah, he's John Drake, and he invented the village, and it's a it's a holding ground for, you know, retired secret agents. So I sat down at the typewriter one day and uh, typed a couple of pages. They were about a secret agent, and after all, Drake had been a secret agent, who suddenly quits without any apparent reason, as McGowan had quit without any apparent reason, and who um, is put away. Why can they explain that? Well, because it's not that's not official. That's one person's opinion. But if, you know, right. you, you can believe that if you like. Yeah, I feel better now. Oh, you feel better now. I think. <laughs> so, um, all right, well, your, your reaction then was quite, um, uh, yeah, it's pretty commonplace. So the reaction to, because 
Patrick McGowan wrote and directed that final episode of The Prisoner as well. The reaction was so bad that he had to flee the country. Good. <laughs> Deserves it. He had to go into hiding. He had to flee the country for a few weeks um, because people turned up at his house. They found out where he lived. And, Tell us what happened. Yeah, and they were literally banging on his door going, Charles McGowan! Who is number one? Exactly. They'd all turn into him. And um, But like, imagine if at the end of Lost... Someone just turned up at Damon Lindelof's house and was like, yeah. why doesn't Richard age? <laughs> Give us a proper origin for the smoke monster. Across the sea was rubbish. It kind of has happened, just on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the same these day- That is true. That's the only option they had back yeah, then. These days, people would hound Patrick McGowan on, on Twitter yeah. and he would be forced to quit Twitter like I think Damon Lindelof did. Back then, they literally had, there was no internet, so they had to drive to his house and, <laughs> and, and harass the man. But, you know... Is is it is it that he's John Drake and he invented the village? Is it is part of it re- reality and part of it hallucination? Maybe the whole thing is just one man having a nervous breakdown and it's all in his mind. Right. Who who knows? Who knows? Now the the prisoner it was it was very iconic, uh, very popular. Um, so of course, what happens when something's popular and perfectly self contained and you do a remake, don't you? You do a remake. Oh, so, yeah, Jim Caviezel. Yeah. So in, <laughs> get Jim Caviezel in. Get Jim Caviezel. Who's, who's got the charisma, yeah. same charisma and intensity as Patrick McGowan? Jim Caviezel <laughs> from uh, from Angel Eyes. Um, so, well, this was on this was on AMC, which you might. So, think, so the original series mm. it was somehow massive in America as well. Uh, not. I don't think it, they all know it in America, don't they? I don't think it was as big. Yeah, it was popular in America too. It sort of became a bit of a worldwide phenomenon yeah, yeah. Uh, when it was on. So, yeah, it's popular enough in America that they did this remake. And, yeah, 2009, AMC, who, remember by this point, they already had Mad Men and Breaking Bad. So it wasn't like AMC was some fledgling network. They already had, like, two of the biggest, most critically acclaimed shows on television. So, okay, that that bodes well, right? And then you've got the cast. You've got Ian McKellen. Really? As number two. Okay. This was different, so they had a consistent number two, because you get Ian McKellen, you're like, yeah, we'll stick with him. It stars uh, Ruth Wilson, who's now in, like, Luther and the Affair. Your boy, Jamie Campbell Bower, <laughs> he's in it. I had no idea that any of this happened. Uh, Hayley Atwell was really? in it, and Lenny James. Brilliant. Imagine if that, yeah. that came out now. What a cast that is. So was it just awful then? Well, critics were not kind to it. It wasn't, I always thought it was just like dropped and axed. Technically, it wasn't. It was a miniseries. Right. So it aired um, six episodes as it was intended to. Um, but let's just watch a little, little uh, brilliantly sort of melodramatic uh trailer for the Prisoner remake. Where is this place? It's the village. What are you doing in the mountains? I want to get back to New York. There is no New York. There's only the village. Where's the road out of here? Oh, you crack me up, Six. Take me to the nearest town if you have to. Hey, man, I just do local destinations, okay? Take a look outside, Six. One of us. Problem is in your mind. I want out. There is nothing to escape from. I don't want to lose you. Six says that everything here is fake. Why would the world be like that? Look, something's wrong here. Yes. You are wrong, Six. I am not a number! I'm a free! It doesn't look that bad. 
Well, it, it got mixed reviews. It wasn't slammed. I mean, I know Jim Caviezel's it... not the best. I mean, mm. he found his perfect role in Person of Interest. Yeah, and interestingly, fans have now suggested that his character in Person of Interest <laughs> might be his character in the prison. No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. Um, well, he does just suddenly appear from nowhere. Yeah, well, you never know. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you did to get here. All I want to know is who you work for. I completely understand why they did a remake in this instance because of the, the original so well known mm. and it has an interesting idea mm. but was done executed poorly in my opinion. Oh. <laughs> no, well made. Executed in an interesting, no, no, and well made, quirky fashion. But they didn't know how to end it. And, they it, and it fucked up. Yeah, they did. Well, Patrick McGoon has admitted that he didn't know who number one was when he started <laughs> writing the series. Brilliant. Well, well like, lost, lost. I guess. lost. Yeah. But. I can understand why they wanted to give it a go. Mm. Well, that ends... That has a more conclusive ending. So that ends with uh, number six taking control of the village. Right. And he becomes the new number two. Right. So it's, again, a slightly more sort of pat resolution. But it didn't go down that well. And so people have always still talked about is, are there new ways to you know, revamp the prisoner? Because I think mm. I think it's fair to say the, 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 like the idea of it and the, ima- yeah. the imagery of it and the stuff that you were already familiar yeah. with, I am not a number, I am a free yeah. man, That all that stuff is more familiar than the show itself. Yeah. People remember it being a bit quirky, a bit crazy, but they don't really know that much about it. So uh, in 2009, this is according to The Guardian, that uh, Christopher Nolan was attached to a, a film remake, mm. but it obviously never never materialised. No. He made Interstellar instead. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? No, that's <laughs> up to individual yeah. opinion. But, but, uh, keep coming back to these guys, but Big Finish, yeah. who we talked about previously, uh, who did Doctor Who audio plays. It sounds like I'm just plugging these Terrible. guys, I'm not. But they did Terrorhawks audio plays as well. They're recording a new Prisoner series, which is sort of like a, a kind of a remake yeah. um, on audio. And that actually starts recording uh, the week after we've recorded this. Brilliant. So in a, in a few days, they will start recording their new Prisoner series. Same um, characters, like in terms of, is yeah. it someone doing a Magoan accent? It's, it's not someone doing Magoan, um, but it's, yeah, it's someone as number six, yeah. uh, number two. It's a couple of episodes, I think they're remaking a couple of episodes of The Schizoid Man, and yeah, and a few of them. See, that uh, I'm interested in. Chimes of Big Ben, I think possibly they're, they're remaking yeah. as well. Uh, so that will be coming out in a box set soon. Cool. Well, I've I've infuriated you enough, yeah. I feel, for, for this for this week, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, maybe not one for you to try out The Prisoner. Maybe you could try out the remake. Yeah, well, yeah. definitely listen to, yeah, You're Big pr- Finish audio. Yeah, maybe we'll try out the Big yeah. Finish audios if you want a, fre- a yeah. fresh start. Yeah. All right, well, uh, thank you very much for listening. Hopefully mm-hmm. I haven't annoyed you all as much as I annoyed Tom by <laughs> relating the story of, of The Prisoner. Yeah, if you want to check out our previous episodes, yeah. uh, they're all up on the website, twogeeks2beers.wordpress.com dot com or all on iTunes or actually we've just started uh, uploading them to YouTube we have as well because um, we realised it might be a little bit easier to it, consume yeah it's a little, a little easier yeah. to access so if you search for just two geeks two beers uh, and a laptop on, on YouTube uh, the first episode Terror Hawks is already up there hopefully by the time this podcast comes out we'll have yeah. uploaded a few more episodes as well mm-hmm. and you've got to follow us on Twitter as well which is at two geeks cast um, and next time we're going back to kids Stuff. We haven't done kid stuff for, yeah. for a little while. So, so uh, I'll be teaching Morgan about because somehow he's never seen this. Well, I've, seen bi- can't remember I've, it. I've seen bits of it, but everyone goes on about yeah. it like it's the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, I have very, <laughs> very vague memories of it, but I, I don't really know about it. It'll be all about Nightmare, mm. the great uh, kids game show, and maybe some other game shows as well. Nightmare with a K. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is it uh, for this episode of Two Geeks, Two Beers, and a Laptop. Mm-hmm. So until next time, be, be seeing, seeing you. you.
can say, but you can learn how to play the game.